Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Boy. See it right. I say it every time. Robert De Niro taking a long drag of that cigarette and Goodfellas. He strike is over, folks. That means I get to go back to work, but not just me. Curtis Sliwa, Monster Ratings, noon to one every weekday afternoon. Big ratings, hosting overnights, and arguably does his best work with me about this time every weekday morning. He's on five days a week because he's great. He's an icon. He's a legend. He's Mr. Guardian Angel. He's out. Uh, he's actually joked before that he would like to see me take a full-time gig in acting, move out to Hollywood so we could have the morning show back, which is not going to happen. He doesn't realize he's actually better off being on the show with me than if he hosted it. But that's fine. But Hollywood Hall of Fame with all those trendoids, freakishoids, jet setters. Yeah. You'd be out there in a heartbeat. You should be in the Hollywood Hall of Fame. No, 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 no. Is, I, I, has there I, been a movie made about you yet, like a real one? A real one? No, actually, not a, a real one. Was there a cable one? Was there like a, a documentary? Yeah, We're Fighting Back was a made-for-TV movie. Well, what is it called? We're Fighting Back. We're Fighting Back. And who portrayed you? Uh, actually, the fighter in um, in one of the greatest movies of all time, featuring Jake LaMotta. Not De Niro. Uh, not De Niro. It was in Raging Bull, though. In Raging Bull. No kidding. One of the fighters. Uh, Irish kid. Irish kid. Uh, got knocked down. Uh, eventually played my role. Was he, he good? Well, he ended up becoming a soda jerk at a um, candy store, 24-hour candy store on Avenue A in St. Mark's, where I was living at the time. I wouldn't go in because he's embarrassed. But you pointed out, most actors, actresses, and everybody else in the business, they're not working all the time. They're not making a lot of money. No. And sometimes... Like 99%. Right. You could have had a great role, and then you're a person of no consequence. So when I heard he was a soda jerk behind the counter, I didn't want to go in and embarrass him because his entire career was destroyed when he played my role. Is that right? Yes. Why? It it wasn't very good. (laughs) Oh, he wasn't very good. Or or was it that people didn't like you? Well, you know, a lot of people don't like me. No, I know, but... For example, um, I just literally shot a movie a month ago, and it was a low budget, so it didn't uh, didn't affect the the strike at the time. But Armand Desante was there, and uh, he's become a good friend of mine. He's in Gravesend too with me, and I thought his portrayal of John Gotti was amazing. He played Gotti, and John Forsythe played uh, Sammy Gavano, 
But uh, people didn't like it because, you know, Gotti is not everybody's cup well, of tea. Only, I love John Gotti. That, not only that. I'm listening to Frank Morano, that mama look the other side of me. Oh, we had Victoria Gotti exactly. on today. It made it's me nauseous. Happy birthday, Victoria Gotti. Why? One time she gro- she rolls up in a silver bench. This is when she had black hair, not the peroxide queen that she became. She get I'm a, I'm at the New Park Pizzeria. I'm outside. I'm having slices with the Guardian Angels, right? <laughs> Worse than any salty semen dropping the F-bomb on me. The guys across the street at the World's Gym at that time, Gold's Gym, they come out, the muscle heads, were squaring off in the middle of the course. Maybe what? She gets back in the car and drives away. She sets it off and then just leaves. Well... She's Victoria Gotti, the daughter you're talking about, not of John's course wife. Not, well, the, oh, my God, the wife. By the way, all the Gotti kids are Jews. I they don't that. want to admit it because the mother's Jewish. Keep denying it. Your birth <laughs> from a woman who's a Jew, that makes you a Jew. I agree with and you. And be proud of it. You could name all your kids Frankie and Jake Vinny Lamata. and Anthony, but Jake they're Lamata's Jewish. Jake a Jew. I know that. William DeMeo is a Jew. Now, I'm a Jew because of my name, but that's a whole other yeah, story. You wanted to be reversed. I until, did. until... October 7th. October 7th. Right. Now I don't want anymore. Now, now you, don't want, you don't want to be a supreme cuisine with the, the necklace and all the crucifixes. Well, I, I, not in real life. I mean, you know, Danny A is going to come on at 930 this morning, and we're going to be back shooting movies and no, shooting no, TV you mean, shows. You, you mean Roy DeMeo? Roy DeMeo, that's right. By the way, are you aware that Roy DeMeo whacked Louis Epolito's Uncle and cousin. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned Louis Eppolito because the one movie I did with Danny, of course, Inside Man, the true story about the Gemini Lounge in Brooklyn, which was a terrific movie, and a lot of folks did a great job. He did certainly Lucy Hale, Emile Hirschbow, everybody. But he is talking now about making a new movie about the mob cops. Exactly. Because the one failing of... uh what do they call the new movie? I mean, come on. What's the new name of the movie? The Gemini. New, uh, should Inside be Gemini. Man. Okay. Inside Man. You were Dracula behind the, behind the counter there serving the bar. The bar, yes. Right? Right. And you're also the cook. Uh, you didn't even make eggplant in those no, scenes. No, I did not. No. You had no eggplant no. in the movie. That's true. So the point is you need diversity. So you better let Danny A. know that just like in Goodfellas, who did you have there? Stack, Samuel L. Jackson, right? You have to have diversity. That was a great scene when uh, Pesci playing Tommy shot him and killed him. Yeah. And making coffee. But You'll you, be late for your own funeral. Like, poor Stacks, he parked the car in the wrong place. You need diversity now. What are you saying? So we need a black actor? Exactly. Look, do you know any great black actors? Absolutely. Louis Eppolito and Stephen Caracappa. Uh, let's set the scene should be the 67 precinct right on Bath Avenue. Okay. And the house mouse, uh, the desk sergeant, should be none other than what he was for 22 years, your friend Eric Adams, who's soon to go to jail. <laughs> Listen to him in his Turkish movie debut. This guy did protest for SAG after, remember, for Fran Jersha, along with AOC, all out crazy. He's got the cred. He could be the death sergeant in this new movie about Louis Eppolito and Stephen Caracappa. You guys are from Turkey. Brooklyn loves Turkey. Brooklyn is the Istanbul of America. We love your food. We love your music. But I don't understand Turkish. We can take a selfie, though. Yeah, but when Louis Eppolito and Stephen Caracappa, by the way, Stephen Caracappa was called the stick. Uh, he was you really know who, skinny, right? Yeah, but you know who the stick was. Think uh, about it. George Michael. No. The Yankees. Don't no, tell me. They Gene called him Stick Michael. Gene Michael. 
Oh, oh, oh Gene Michael, right. Uh, George Michael, he, right. wasn't he in the bathroom there in uh, Beverly Hills? And, Fine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're talking about, though, Gene Michael? Yeah, Gene Michael's a stick, remember? He would always grab his crutch. Yes. Yes. I don't understand. He'd get into the batting box. He'd always be grabbing his three-piece set. Like that he had always the itch. happened, yes. Like he had, he should have put Destinex in there. He had the jacket. <laughs> but anyway, so Louis Eppolito's uncle and cousin gets whacked by Roy DeMeo, and you know what his answer is? This is the business that we have chosen. What? And when he was a 12-year-old kid, Louis Eppolito, his dad owned a gin mill. He started bringing the envelopes out to the wise guys. He grew up in East Flatbush there. He was in uh, Nino Gaggi's crew, you know, making his bones. So when your own family members get whacked, you know they're hardcore. In fact, I met him on the stage of Nine Broadcast Plaza, remember, with Richard Bay. He was promoting his book at the time, 1992. I'll never forget it. Cause that's a caucus. That's, that's, when they, caucus, that's right. right. That's yeah. when they tried to whack me. Yeah. The story of an honest cop whose family was in the mob. And his grandfather was a Gambino guy. His father was a Gambino guy. So he's sitting on the stage with his mother, who's all dressed in black. She had just been a widow. And he's defending me because the whole audience is filled with the Gambino guys from Howard Beach. They're doing the throat slit. I'm saying, lock them all up. These degenerate, geriatric, espresso-sipping, psychotic killers of organized crime. <laughs> so Louie goes to the crowd. He, he just doesn't know. Curtis is a good guy with the guardian angel. Curtis, why don't you come to 18th Avenue? My mother makes the best meatballs and spaghetti. You come on a Sunday afternoon, we could discuss our differences. And I knew that if I showed up for those meatballs and spaghetti, you'd be like stacks. I would have been the ninth murder victim <laughs> of uh, Epolito and Caracas. That's funny. Well, you did mention, oh, that's a great story. You did mention the mayor, Eric Adams, in his acting debut in Turkey. Can, can, I, can I give, I never praise him. Yeah. Noam Laden did a five-minute riff on that excuse of a press conference yesterday. I want to nominate it for a Marconi Well, let's award. go right to it. Now that you mentioned it, the mayor did talk for the first time since the FBI raid at Brianna Suggs' apartment or house in Brooklyn. I've got two cuts. I'm going to play them both. Then you can continue to By talk the way, about the before mayor. before you play the cuts, a lot of dry mouth. The guy was drinking a lot of water up there, which you'll always know if you look at a person's body so language. saying he was nervous. Oh, man, this guy was having a panic attack. All right, well, let's start with this one. First, he explains why he spent... So much time in Turkey where Curtis just played that great piece of him acting. Eric Adams, why in Turkey so much? Cut number nine. Turkey, as well as any other country, uh, I want to attract people to the city. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. All right, so he wants to attract the Turkish people to New York Oh, City. yeah, we, we run into a lot of Turkish tourists here. Fine. Times Square, let's hold up a Turkish flag. If anybody's here from Turkey, I'll give you a thousand dollars. Come on. You accept that, Sid? No, he tore him up. No, I did a magnificent did. job. Uh, here's one more here. Uh, actually, uh, one more, that's all. Here he talks about Brianna Suggs, and he knows Brianna followed all the rules. Cut number 10. She's going to get through this uh, because she followed the rules. She was very clear on what I stated. We must always follow the rules. We must always follow the rules. Yeah, like we believe that politicians following the rules. Any politicians. Well, he also said that he knew that his campaign would be scrutinized very heavily. So he really, really made sure he followed the rules. You're telling me that's not possible? Well, look. He answered two questions in which one answer contradicted the other. Why did you decide to turn around in Washington, D.C. and come right back? Well, she was my intern, 25-year-old. She, she was, was traumatized. Right. She was crying, yeah. Traumatized. Okay, we get it. Then another question. Uh, again, why, though? Why couldn't you have allowed your campaign staff to deal with that, a campaign attorney? Um, did you end up talking to her? No, I, I didn't talk with her. Well, why did you come back? Again, symbolism. She needed to know that I was near, that I was near. What the hell is this? You came back and you never had a phone conversation? Well, it's true because, as Curtis Lee has reported exclusively, because I was outside of City Hall for an animal welfare matter feeding the pigeons. You can look on my Facebook page and my you, Instagram. You were where? City Hall Park, feeding the pigeons. Feeding the pigeons. You okay. can look on my Instagram. No, no, that's okay. Right. I and, and, yeah. uh, this is why you're not going to win. You have, the sorry, S- you have the SUV. <laughs> you have the SUV outside. He's inside with his aides, and they're shredding documents like Lieutenant Colonel Ali North with Fawn Hall in 1987, like in Iran-Contra. Wait a second. You're telling me that you have eyewitness accounts of Mayor Adams... Shredding documents. Yeah, you want to know who they are, the eyewitnesses? I know you've got rats in City Hall. Oh, like they love the, the, the Parmesan I know, cheese. But you're not going to out those guys. But you're of telling course me, not. I need further information. No, I know that, but you're telling me they told you that he was in there shredding documents. Well, I'll tell you what. In order to prove this, why don't you call Eric Adams on his two burner phones now? Oh, he probably didn't give you the number to the two burner phones. Well, he's phones, busy he? right now. So am I. Yeah, but I thought you were a very dear friend. Well, you're only, very dear friends. Only his very dear friends well, have I, the burner phones. I had phones. to watch uh, Jelly Roll last night. So. And as you know, Motorola, <laughs> the burner phones, you generally get if you're in the mob, you know, if you're a terrorist or if you have a gomada so your wife doesn't find out, uh, you got to replace them every month. So I guess, Sid, you're not as 
uh, a number one friend as you thought you were in the eyes of Eric Adams, or you would have his burner phone numbers. Has he reached out to you? Have you texted him? Has he given you any kind of, of solace? Or do you just have surus over the fact that you have defended this guy who's going to the big house and chains and shackles and not the White House? Who's got a better chance? Curtis Sliwa. Who's got a better chance of going to jail? And you don't like either one of these guys. Mayor Eric Adams or President Donald Trump? Oh, no, Eric Adams. Oh? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Oh, without, without a doubt. doubt. I mean, Trump's got four indictments. Yeah, yeah, but he lawyers up with lawyers. I understand Your that. guy, Eric Adams, just lawyered up yesterday. Who do you hire? Diversity. You see, you had to have diversity. He didn't go to Arthur Idala? No. Well, oh. I, I, he, Arthur doesn't even have his burner phone numbers. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> yeah. Well, Arthur is in Michu Pichu right now. Yeah. Where was that? I don't know. I don't know how you say it. Michu Pichu? How do you Machu say that Pichu. place? Michu? Yeah, that's where I swear to God, that's where he is. He's up in the Andean Mountains. What is he, <laughs> yeah. negotiating a deal for cocaine? What the hell is he doing there? Well, he has built a Blasio, so I guess he can't have the Blasio and Adams, right? He can't, uh, can't have both mayors. Who did he hire? So, a black guy? Adams? Uh, uh, lawyers of no consequence. He's going to jail. He's not going to jail. He's going, look, this is where you get ridiculous. Uh, uh, did, no, he may have paid the way for you to win. Are you surprised that he lawyered up yesterday? He announced that no, at his press but, conference? But, but you have to get a lawyer no matter what. Oh, really? Yes. I thought he's saying it. Saying, I thought they did everything by the rules. We always do everything I by know, the rules. But you've got a president. Here, I'm going to defend Eric Adams again. Oh. You've got a president yes. who squarely is out there trying to screw my friend because he's been critical about the migration issue. Oh, here. you believe that crap? Like when not Menendez really. Too, right, <laughs> like gold bar Menendez, right? All but, the gold bars and the money in his jacket. That's because I took on Biden. Your guy. Yes. What do you call that? The Papachula? Yeah, the Papachula. Rudy Giuliani told me that was the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Rudy. Rudy's wrong. What are you? He's wrong. <laughs> I'll tell him to his face, my Kumbada Chiefs. Rudy, you couldn't be more hopelessly wrong about this. Eric Adams has been in, his guys have been indicted by Alvin Bragg. So Alvin Bragg is setting him up on behalf of Joe Biden. Alvin Bragg was doing the love sign with your homie Eric Adams out in the streets. Oh, we love one another. We're homeboys forever on the stage of the National Action Network. Uh, what is that place? 145th Street? How come Al Slim Shady Sharton doesn't have a church? How come he's got a storefront? You figure after all these years... Uh, somebody would have wind them, dined them, and pocket lined them into a cathedral, right? He doesn't even have a church. And yet his two primary disciples are Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, and Alvin Bragg. If you stand your ground, I prosecute you. If you shoplift, I give you A-plus on your report card and tell you to come back for more and more. Alvin Bragg has been prosecuting his homeboys for political corruption. So now you're going to use the Biden factor? Watch. Eric Adams yesterday in that press conference started to play the race card. Yo, me and my team, me and my team. What the hell? Is he a basketball coach? When I look at his team, I see Stephon Marbury with all those tattoos that look like skywriting at night in Chinese that say, F you, white boy. Oh, yeah, that's what Eric Adams is saying to everybody out there. You crackers, you ain't getting the brother. I'll kick those crackers' asses, and I'll kick those crackers' asses again.